Now we're ready. <laughs> now we're ready. I've been trying to hit the record button for like 10 minutes and everyone just keeps saying. There it is. <laughs> Alright, moving on. Did the microphone kick I've been a sports fan my entire life because all of my friends are horrible people. Yes, Cam had a very bad game. Can we get that on tape? Get that overrated piece of crap out of this conversation. <laughs> are you sure you want this on tape? That's what I was transitioning to. <laughs> Big time Timmy Jim Cristel Bartello Cologne. A lot of tears and a lot of beers. I can't argue with anything you say. Welcome to Late Night Shots. There it is. Thank you. I was trying to make that one worse than the last one. <laughs> I was Although, ready. again, off to a rough start. I'm debating whether we should just keep that first 10 seconds in or not. <laughs> Before the intro, when oh. it actually was recording. <laughs> was it really? Yes, because I hit record, and then everyone started talking. <laughs> Are you going to have to like bleep stuff out? Yes. I'm just going to delete it. It's uh, It would just be a 10-second bleep. Yeah, that's, that's uh, not good. That's what happened when Landon talks about Cam Newton. No. We're talking about Cam Newton. They always do. Wrong we're division. About, we're talking about Jay <laughs> Wrong Nooner. division. We're talking about, we talk about Cam Newton every single episode. It's in the intro. Wrong division. True <laughs> that, we do. <laughs> well, we, we don't. We should Landon talks should about Cam Newton How bad episode. he is. We should change that to Kirk Cousins. No. Because it's not as entertaining. We only actually put bad quarterbacks <laughs> I, in there. That's why it's Cam. I get a smile. Wait, why hair. is Mariota not in there? Because <laughs> he's a receiver. Oh. <laughs> that actually explains a lot. Oh. Both on and off the field. I knew. <laughs> All right. Welcome to Late Night Shots. If you so made I guess that... we're just deleting two minutes? <laughs> I don't know. If you made it through that just, intro, just start over. Just have a beer. <laughs> Have a shot. Whoa. Have something, because you're going to need it. All four of us are here, just like last episode. Chris, Brad, Landon, and Alex. We got two Seahawks fans in the house today. We do. That's right. He sounded right, Cherry. I guess it's not yeah, the Seahawks Yeah, I mean, you are the, I guess, the lead Seahawks fan, because you're in the Seahawks chair. I'm in chair. the chair. <laughs> oh. yeah, we're going to be talking about the NFC West. Uh, before we get there, we're going to do a little mulligan about something that happened in a game on Thursday night. It's not the NFC West. We can't talk about it. It's a mulligan. We can talk about it. <laughs> the mulligan is not being able to mute Brad's mic. <laughs> I can mute Brad's mic. I it. <laughs> you just pull yours out of there. <laughs> we wouldn't know. Alex just pulls three of the mics out of It's like that it's scene in Forrest Gump. <laughs> That's about all I got to say about that. <laughs> so this week's mulligan brought to you by Homestead is Josh Norman and him getting dribbled like a basketball by Joe Mixon. You remember that one time that Josh Norman was good for half a season? <laughs> he was good for a whole year. Yeah. Once. <laughs> it's almost as if they schemed to only ask him to do things he was good at. Yes. Hmm. Yes. Hey, but why not? If it yeah. makes him look like one of the best players at his position in the NFL. Yeah. But he did not look like one of the best players at his position in the NFL. You should have painted his head like they did he on is... Scrubs so you could bounce him off the ground. <laughs> he is not even the yes. girliest person that Joe Mixon has hit. Wow. Yeah, we went there. <laughs> so uh, in the Bengals-Redskins game. Please don't drop us, sponsors. <laughs> 
in the Bengals Redskins game, there was one of the five highlights that the Bengals are going to have this year that they're on the right side of, at least, because they'll be in all kinds of highlights this year. Uh, Mixon took a sweep off to the right and just annihilated Josh Norman with a stiff arm. Yeah, someone should teach Josh Norman about angles. Or how to tackle or... He's one of the better tackling corners, but... Tip number one, Jay Gruden don't be say... leaning back when when you meet the running back. <laughs> Jay Gruden did say earlier when he jumped over that bowl, he doesn't like contact, so... Yeah. yeah. And everyone well, laughed. <laughs> he got a whole lot of contact right here. Jabam! I could just sit here and watch this over and over. Do some Bill Russell... Or not Bill Russell. <laughs> Bill, Bill Walton... Walton. Commentary. Oh, yeah. This episode would have started 10 minutes earlier if I wasn't sitting here and making them listen to Bill Walton highlights. Because I love Bill Walton. Landon despises him. God, he's so bad. <laughs> but yeah. This is like one of the better stiff arms that's happened in a while. There was a good I think this fans- is the best stiff arm since Antonio Brown kicked the punter in the chest. <laughs> Oh, Vance McDonald had a good stiff arm last year. Two stiff arms last year on the same play? Is that what it was? Or just one? I can't remember. I remember um, Derrick Henry throwing A.J. Boye. That was a good one. Because I was standing right there next to Teddy and the Jags. Teddy and the Jags. Teddy! Teddy and the Jags! Well, I think Josh Norman, maybe us... Definitely everybody that put up with the first two minutes of this episode wants a mulligan. If you want to take advantage of yours, head to Homestead Farm and Golf in Linden, Washington. Mention late night shots before you're around to get a free small bag of range balls. They have Cleveland and Shrixen clubs and apparel that you can check out. And Shrixen Demo Day is actually going to be August 27th from 2 to 5 p.m. So you can check out clubs and stuff there. And August is also shoe month at Homestead where shoes are 30% off while supplies last. So make sure to head into Homestead for all your golfing needs. There, there it, is. it is. And that is one of the first times in like a couple months that we had an uninterrupted ad read. And now we're not going to have one for another couple months because I just said that. I'm jinxed it. That's fine. I got one in. That's good enough for me. Um, <laughs> He's going to go back through the recording and put one in. <laughs> I'm just... <laughs> NFC West. And we're not even going to start with the Seahawks because Brad would just continue laughing. We'll go with the Cardinals, because as has been the... Because there's nothing to laugh at there. Not, like, and feel good about it. (laughs) Um, As has been the theme of every episode, we kind of start with the unanimous poop team. You can go ahead and say it. We we do it Drake style. There's the constant every episode. (laughs) That line, heavy sigh, and then we get into a team that is just not good. Which is the Cardinals, who have or are tied with the Dolphins for the lowest win total in Vegas. So if you have had Josh Rosen on your team in the last six months. I was going to say, a Cardinals quarterback will be on the worst team. Yes. That's probably going to happen. Because the Cardinals, like, they should not be good. No. (laughs) No, they should not be good. I think the only thing that might help them is when they get halfway through the season they're so bad that people don't care about them and they're like all right just 
you know, let it rip. Like, let's go out there and find out what everyone can and can't do. They could catch a couple teams off off guard, but, I mean, they're not going to be good. Again, like, their best player is 161 years old. And still playing well. Yeah, he's still putting up solid. And I, if I was him, I wouldn't have – I don't know why he was trying last year. I would have been like, I'm not going to – I'm old. I'm not going to get hurt for this. <laughs> because he's a professional. David Johnson is young, and he's getting hurt for this. <laughs> yeah, he had a down year last year with only 70 catches and 750 yards. <laughs> only. And he was – was he hurt, or was he just – no, it was just, just not that back team. up to yeah. yeah. Team was horrible. Team only had a thousand yards. <laughs> the team had nine hundred <laughs> yards. So, do you think Fitzgerald goes back over a thousand yards this year? No. Yep, because it looks like they're going to be throwing the ball a lot. Nope. You don't think he does? Is it because of Christian Kirk and David Johnson, or is it just because that team is still garbage? Ricky no, Seals Jones. They are still they're still garbage. Their line is garbage, and Kyler Murray's going to have no time to throw the ball. So he's going to be scrambling a lot. You know who's good at catching passes across the middle? Larry Fitzgerald. True. I was expecting something random there. So was I. Cole Beasley. (laughs) That's what I was waiting for. (laughs) So does Fitzgerald get 721 yards then? Because that will put him at 17,000 for his career. I think he gets 1,721 yards. I think he's over impressive. In the first game. That would be very <laughs> impressive. But I think he's over 800 for the year. I'll uh, go 850. <laughs> 850, Bob. <laughs> One yard. I guess that's Drew now, right? 850, Drew. So, uh, Larry Fitzgerald's rookie year, he's listed as a running back slash wide receiver. Really? Did he run He's listed as Christian McCaffrey? <laughs> <laughs> he had eight rushes for 14 yards. Oh, wait. How many people have played with a guy and his son? Did he play, well, not with, but at the same time Ed McCaffrey was playing? I don't think so. I feel like the beginning of Fitzgerald's career and the end of McCaffrey's may have overlapped. Ed McCaffrey retired in 2003, so no. Year off. Was Fitzgerald four? Yep. Yeah. Ah. Close. Yeah. Very close. Closer than I thought. <laughs> Ed McCaffrey also listed as running back for one year. <laughs> <laughs> well, Marcus Colston now was listed I know where as his a, son gets it. Marcus Colston <laughs> was listed as a tight end for a year. Was he? Yeah, I know this because Tyler was bragging during fantasy football about having this tight end that plays wide receiver so he didn't have to have a wasted spot, and he was their number one receiver that year. That's fantastic. Yeah. So Fitzgerald should do decent. Do you think Christian Kirk has a breakout year? No. Nope. No? Outside of quarterback. You can't have... Yeah, you can't have a breakout year. Yeah, no, they they already brought up all the... Yeah, I think Kirk has over a thousand yards receiving. I like Christian Kirk. I just don't think he's gonna have a breakout year on this team. They need to start Brett Hundley. Then maybe <laughs> the pride of UCLA. 
Yeah, ask Packers fans how Brent Hundley does. (laughs) He's the second best quarterback named Brett that's played for the Packers, so you shut your mouth. (laughs) That may not even be true. (laughs) (laughs) Um, He still has healthy collarbones, so they probably like him. I doubt that. (laughs) (laughs) That he has healthy collarbones or that they like him? I doubt that they like him. So, Landon, you said that there were a couple guys on the Cardinals' secondary that were already hurt, right? Yes. Um, Peterson? Peterson suspended. Adrian? Wrong, <laughs> wrong Peterson. Um, and then I just had the name on the tip of my tongue, and it's gone. Crap. He hurt his knee last night during the game. Is he a secondary guy? Yeah, he's a corner. Um, Swearinger? No. Robert Alford? Yes. Brock? Alford. Alford hurt his knee last <laughs> night during the game. It must be serious because they dropped him all the way down to fourth on the uh, chart already. Nope. ESPN yeah, like has him listed first. <laughs> Which yeah, means they so, really don't like Byron Murphy. So, I don't blame them. So you're looking at probably starting two young corners? Because then it looks like it is Byron Murphy and Chris Jones. And then you have... I'm going to find a non-ESPN site. Swearinger and... Buda Baker yeah. as your safety. So you have an undersized safety, a headhunting safety, and two young corners as your starting four for your secondary. Is that good? No. <laughs> they got T-Sizzle and see. Robert Kimdiche. No, they cut Kimdiche. Yeah, he's somewhere else now. He's in Miami. Did they, yeah, I definitely need to get off of ESPN. Yes, do. <laughs> they don't even have second stringers for like half this team. Because it's ESPN. <laughs> Or because it's Arizona, and they actually. Yeah. Which, speaking of Kendiche, he's going to South Beach, where partying's even more known. Wait, than he's in taking his talents Arizona. to South Beach. Yes, he is. The one part about the Cardinals' defense I actually like is their linebackers. Of course, you do. Well, no, I like. I, I'm not even counting Suggs because he just plays defensive end now. I'm talking about Chandler Jones, Hassan Reddick, and Jordan Hicks. That's actually like a nice linebacker group. Was it Jones has led the NFL in sacks combined over the last three years? I think that is something I have no I idea about. Cannot tell you that. Yeah, um, I was watching the game last night, and I thought they were. It's either the last two or three years he leads the NFL in no, sacks. No, that's a uh, John Jones leads the world in sacks of cocaine. <laughs> He's had four good years in a row uh, since he he was twelve and a half his last year in New England, then eleven, seventeen, and thirteen since he got to Arizona. So he's probably up there and leading the league in sacks. So I don't yeah, know how to look that up right now. But really good. Yeah. His middle name is Dwight Stone. Like one word? Yes. I love the sports reference sites because you get to see middle names and weird nicknames. Like the one that I didn't say last episode, but I wanted to. Jameis Winston's nickname? Jabu. Oh. <laughs> Jabu the Hut. I was gonna say I would just <laughs> no, refer to Jabu. him. Jabu. Jabu. W. I would Jobu? just Jobu? refer to him as what he yelled Jobu. on the table. That's for bats. <laughs> nice. Oh. So, is there anything with the Cardinals that you're looking forward to besides them having a top um, three pick next year? Kyler Murray. I know Alex isn't a fan. Andy Isabella is supposed to be good. Who? A lot of good, lot of good things yeah. coming out of camp about him. He's their second round pick. Was he second round? Yes, that's yes. what it looks like. Nineteenth pick in the second round. That's what 
I don't know. Pick uh, the, the number's the year, right? Yeah. Oh, gotcha. Second round, yeah. 2019. Yeah, because otherwise they had a lot of 19th picks. Sure. But that would uh-huh. make sense. They're the 19th yeah. pick. A lot of good, lot of good yeah. things coming out of camp but about him. that would mean they would have two 19th picks in the sixth round. Maybe they did. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, so, yeah, no, I've heard good things. He seems like he's supposed to be good. Um, other than that, David, and just being interested to see – how the Kyler Murray thing fold, unfolds. David Johnson, look for a bounce back year. Given if he stays healthy, he's going to be a big part of the offense this year, unlike he was last year. Isabella was the 62nd pick. So he's almost in the third round. <laughs> if Murray can do anything, pull some pressure away from Johnson. Murray will be able to do something. Do you think they're going to... So, just because he can actually he can run. Yeah, so he, can he can scramble. Do, something, but... do you think that having a new coach in there is going to change their offense for the better because last year was really ugly to watch. I keep hearing all this crap and all the games about, oh, we're running a vanilla offense right now. This isn't what our week one offense is going to look like. Ask me week one. Do I think the air raid is going to work in the NFL? No. <laughs> and It works I, in Madden. Do, I, do you, I think it's going to work with a college coach who couldn't even win over, you know, that's Six, what I was seven, say. eight games a year? No. Where did was he, he at? Texas Tech. Did he have a losing record in college? Yes, he did. So, but he had uh, some great quarterbacks. Uh, Are you thinking of him or Mike Leach? Mike Leach never coached Pat Mahomes, and I know that's where Alex <laughs> is going. <laughs> <laughs> but even with Pat Mahomes, they only won, what, six, seven games? Yeah, they were under five hundred that year, right? Yeah, well, defense can't do everything. Or <laughs> offense can't do everything. you got to have some defense. Come on, man. Okay. So I was just saying. Did they have a game where it was like 60 to 56 they, or something yeah. crazy? They were like the fifth best school in Texas. Jeez. With Mahomes, they were 5-7. and seven. So they were the seventh best school there in Texas. Go. There you go. He never had back-to-back winning seasons even. And he's going, but because he's friends with Sean McVay. He gets a head coaching job. Yeah. Just like Zach Taylor. Oh, that's going to be so bad. Well, Every it time can't you be say Zach than... Taylor, I picture Zach Thomas, <laughs> and I'm like, what? Huh. But that's I'm, interesting. I don't, I don't think it's going to work. I don't think it's going to work. I think it's going to work. <laughs> just, just, <laughs> just to spite me, you're going to say it's going to work. I do think... Uh, maybe Brad. I think you mentioned it at the beginning. Maybe it was Landon that teams could. There was a lot them. of things said at the beginning. <laughs> oh wow! Cliff Kingsbury's dating Holly yeah. Saunders. Yes. Um, yeah. So sorry. I think, one of you guys said at the beginning that they could run into wins, or teams could like overlook them, and they yeah. could end up with some. I think. I think they sort of back into about three wins just yep. by some team who doesn't care about the game, and they're. They've gotten to the point where they're like, "All right, Kyler, just let it go, let him loose. Like we got nothing to lose." I'm just gonna go ahead and say that I think their high-powered offense gets them, or their try to be a high-powered offense gets them a couple wins. Um, that Kyler does well. David Johnson finds it again because they run an offense that suits his style of play. Fitz has a little bit left in him. Maybe gets a thousand yards. Um, so I think I got the Cardinals matching their Vegas number, five and eleven. 
I as well believe I have them at 5 and 11. You no, do you do not. <laughs> 2 and 14. Yes. I was looking at the wrong column. <laughs> I have them at 5 and 11 also. I need to look, so what do I have them at? 2 and 14. <laughs> 2 and 14. <laughs> okay, 2 and 14. So you have anyone who was hired as head coach because of Sean McVay at 2 and 14. Or anybody with um, the also, guy who would play Eli Manning in a movie at 2 Do the Cardinals not have an OC, or is he just not listed on here? Because uh, I'm on o- on our lads. Probably the head coach. Yeah, he might. Yeah, yeah. He oh, was calling I, plays. Well, I know that, but don't they still have to have one on staff? Or They don't have to. Oh, okay. Which means Kingsbury's probably just keeping that, <laughs> keeping that yeah, money. Right. <laughs> My money. Um, <laughs> I'll be the one OC, thing I... DC, special teams coach. I don't even have to win anything after I collect all those salaries for a year and I'm out. <laughs> the one thing I noticed about our lads is that if the head coach is calling the plays at a position, oh, they put them on they that. Don't. Because for the Falcons, it said Dan Quinn was the defensive coordinator. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, also, speaking of our lads, is there a reason some names are all in caps? Are those just like... Oh. Vets, or are you supposed to yell those? I do not know. Should but, I try? Uh, I think, Landon, you said it. They do not have an offensive coordinator, which is very odd. Kingsbury probably runs all of that. Yeah, so I I always thought it was just sort of like one of those things, like you have to have an offensive coordinator because it seems like a lot of teams just have one to have someone filling that position, and then Andy Reid calls everything or something, but... They hired I mean, Tom Clements as their passing game coordinator slash yeah. quarterbacks coach. Yeah. I do like some of the titles they give people just to keep them on staff. Like when the Titans had uh, Dick LeBeau, but he wasn't the defensive coordinator, so he was the assistant head coach in charge of the defense. <laughs> That's a pretty good one. I like it. So this next team, we got a. there is a bet on this next one, which is the Niners. I think it's pronounced Niniers. Oh, my It's bad. French. Uh, Vegas has them at eight games. But I think I am the the lone person who believes in the Niners. Quite a bit. Yeah. Well, I'm sure Shane believes in them. Probably. Um, I just I think the Niners are going to be good enough. Uh, I like their offense, but I'm... Kind of like Atlanta with the Falcons. I'm a little worried that like Dante Pettis isn't looking good slash not healthy. Yeah, he's not healthy. Um, Goodwin hurt also. Is that what it is? I haven't heard. I thought I, I saw haven't. something about Goodwin's hurt. So if their top two receivers are hurt, that is not good. Um, they do have arguably the best tight end in football in Kittle. Um, and they signed Tevin Coleman, right? Which they to need pair to with McKinnon. Because yes. McKinnon's getting those injections in his knee so that's not sounding too hot and then they also still have matt Breida. yeah and nick bosa's out with like a semi-serious ankle injury (laughs) yeah so also all these things happen in the last two weeks or whatever but i'm just going to keep my record the same also one of my favorite names just based on how it's spelled your boy kyle uzcheck that's a spelling bee name right there Yuzchek is, I'm trying to figure out how to word this correctly, He his percentage of pay, like increase between him and the second place guy, is by far the most of any position in football. Well, yeah, because nobody, like a lot of teams don't have, have a fullback. They just have a yeah. t- like their third tight end. 
I want to say he makes like or defensive tackle or something weird. (laughs) He makes like two hundred seventy-five percent more than any other fullback in football. Is that good? It's insane. I mean, he still only makes league minimum. (laughs) (laughs) It'd be like if you paid a defensive tackle like fifty million dollars a year. Yeah, that's a lot. It's okay. (laughs) Um, Aaron Donald's worth it. Fifty million a year. That's a lot. That is a lot. Yeah. Uh, Some people are saying, "Air." Well, we'll get to that. So I'm a little more worried about where I have them, but I still, I still think they're gonna be good and over 500. Nope. <laughs> nope. That's that's your response. Nope. 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 Right. nope. Brad, nope. Brad, you have them at 500. Not over. That's true. <laughs> Touche. All right, so so talk me out of the Niners being good. Uh, Jimmy G is sucking in practice like horribly. Because he threw five life. straight like, picks? Geez. Is that him? Yeah. I'm talking about practice, man. <laughs> um, they're already showing health issues. That, that one. Yeah, that's the main thing because that's what killed them last year. Yeah. Now, granted, two of those were freak injuries right off the bat. Well, not freak, but they were just – Season yeah, McKinnon, ending injuries right off McKinnon the McKinnon tore his ACL in what, the preseason? Yep. And then, and then Jimmy, Jimmy G, G was the second game, or was yeah, it first? Third. 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 Uh, <laughs> and then it all went downhill. Yeah. But me. I meant more of like, so we all had these records in a couple weeks ago. And so you guys all had them at or below what Vegas does. So what made you think even that as this team was healthy that they were not going to be good? Because I don't trust their offense one bit. Are you talking about? I, I don't see any proven I, talent. I was going to say, I Dante think a, Pettis. a lot of what people like think Pettis. about them proven is based no. on those five games that Jimmy G played two years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Which, that's that, not going to so. hold up. Yeah. Um, it's like Kittle's I mean, I do I like take. Shanahan's offense. Mm-hmm. Um, so they definitely are capable of winning, you know, 11 or 12 games. But I just... I don't know if they're gonna. They do have to play the Rams twice, so that's that's yeah. gonna be a tough one. But they get two wins against the Cardinals. <laughs> True. And they have Richard Sherman on their team, so that's that makes me already. not like them. <laughs> Speaking of corners, who people game plan to only ask them to do things they're good at, just jump this route. Every single time. Don't worry, you got Earl Thomas behind you. Except now you're old, you're on a repaired ankle, and you don't have Earl Thomas behind you. So, good luck. I need to check and see when my Earl Thomas jersey is going to get here. Tomorrow. I wish. Also, um, it was not I wi- the shoulder fell off. Your I, shoulder fell off? No, the shoulder. Oh, my bad. I am willing to add a game because they do have a guy named Aziz Alshair. And Mark Nizetiocha. Okay. <laughs> still not still not willing to add a game for that. I'll add a game. Those guys are on third on the depth chart. You asked me they, to convince you otherwise. Mm-hmm. Starting a line, not great. Running back situation, not great. 
I like the running back situation. If McKinnon's, if McKinnon's needed. Yeah, if McKinnon stays. Bob, that's what I'm saying. He's already getting injections in it, so yeah. you got a mini Todd Gurley going on over there. Is Coleman the one that's always hurt? No. No? Okay, someone else. Okay. That was Devontae. Devontae. Freeman. Coleman was, was the like, one who played. one of them, too. I can't hurt. remember which one. Wide receivers? Not great. Secondary? Not great. But they got the fullback. They do have the fullback. Just give him the ball every time. Mike Allstott it. <laughs> I'm going to look Allstott at Allstott with two T's. Ooh, they have a guy named Willie Beavers. Who I believe also played at UW. He did. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't mind their O-line. Joe Staley, Mike McGinchy, so Ben Garland, Lakin Tomlinson. It's an older offensive line group. Yeah. I feel like Joe Staley is like 40 years old. I feel like he's been around forever. Uh, kind of. <laughs> is he close? Yeah. He's like 32. Uh, he was drafted in 07. So 22 plus 12, so, so 34. Yeah. It feels like he's been Maybe around. Maybe 33 if he was 21 when he was drafted. So. I mean, I guess 12 years he has yeah. been around forever. But. Yeah, he's one of those guys where you're like, he's only three? I thought he was 46. So you said you don't like their defense. Do you like that they added D Ford to that front four, though? I like Ford. Yeah. I mean, if he's healthy. Yeah. They overpaid him, I think. Yeah. So, Ford and Bosa. Like, if good combo. Is Bosa yeah. showing up, or is he going to hold out? Ooh, he already signed. <laughs> That's his brother. Oh, wrong one. Huh? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Jaquisi Tart. Jaquiski? Nope. That oh. second K is silent. There's only one K. <laughs> oh. So you guys, yeah, I'm, I'm sticking with it. I got him 10 and 6 and making the playoffs. I got him nowhere near that. That's fine. At 8. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, you're the one that was close. Uh, 6 and 10. Right. 5 and 11. So Alex and I have a Niners bet, which is... If they're going to be over or under 500, so if they're 8 and 8, it is a push. Real good. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) Push it. Um, Push it real good. We're just doing a little six-pack bet on this? Six-pack bet. One outcome bet. Yeah. Cool. I will buy you some Coors Light or something then. (laughs) I'm not buying you Super Fuzz. Isn't that the one you like? No. Which is the Elysian one you like? Space Dust. Space Dust. Yeah. Bandwagon. I'm not buying you $14 six pack. I know. Why is it so expensive? I love you, but not that much, Alex. <laughs> That's a lie. I love you. I miss but you so much it hurts sometimes. <laughs> but still not that much. <laughs> oh, Moving on <laughs> to the Seahawks to, chairs. I was going to say... Alex's favorite want, team. I thought we were going b- worst to best. <laughs> you do have... Wow. Well, we're going overall, so uh, no. So the Seahawks. Vegas has them at eight and a half. What did they end up with last year? Nine? Nine. So nine and seven last year. Alex is the one who almost called it last year. You had him at ten, I think. And he was the only one who had him in the playoffs. Yes. I believe last I year. I yeah, I don't remember what I had, but I had him in the playoffs. 
I don't think we started doing this in time last year. And then... You maybe. laughed at me. I we laugh did. at you always, Alex. We did laugh at you. And you were right. And then they went... Oh, put, it, put in the intro. I'm right. <laughs> and then they went to the wild card game. And then Bobby Wagner forgot how to tackle. Yes. <laughs> it happens. It's, it's hard to do sometimes. You know, for You every, had one job. <laughs> for every prediction you get right, like Alex did with the Seahawks, there's the ones you get wrong, like saying the Dolphins were going to go 10-6 and six last year. Or Did the they? Suns winning, making the playoffs. <laughs> or that one. I'm hit or miss, okay? <laughs> or the Mariners making go the big playoffs. Go big go home. He's like a baseball player this year. He either strikes out or he hits a home run. Hey, Who <laughs> could you possibly be talking about? True outcome right there. That's Alex. I'm just referring True to story. most all baseball players yeah. right now. Either they hit a home run or strike out. I do. So this is going to be the first year without... Earl Thomas there at all. Um, and the numbers, like, I know he's been hurt and all that stuff, but. And he's not the only one at that level that is also not there. Didn't Cam Chancellor retire? He wasn't there last year, though. Was he not? Oh, yeah, he was hurt all season, yeah. huh? Just broke his neck. That's right. So what is it? Earl Thomas has been there for about two-thirds of the games the last three years, I want to say. Um when he's on the field, they have the number one pass defense. When he's off the field, they have like the 27th or something. When he's I mean, off the field, you he's in the Cowboys' it. locker room begging them to sign him. <laughs> you saw it, though. Like You saw what happened when he got hurt. Uh, Griffin, on the outside, was he got exposed. Like, yeah. He just like, did not play well at all like, after when, Thomas went down. When people aren't scared to throw over the top of a mediocre corner then you've lost that battle right there i think if i remember right it was he's played in about 30 games the last three years and they had 30 interceptions yep and then the games he didn't play so 16 18 somewhere in there they only had like seven sounds about right the quarterback ranking went from like first like best or so lowest yeah but to like 25th or 27th or something like that. It's a big difference. Yeah. I don't know if a full year of prep with that and these guys getting experience and Carroll being able to adjust everything, if he's going to be able to make a difference. Obviously not back to first. I mean, but... But... I, as Brad always says, certain teams, you know, believe it or not, have identities. Ooh, Brad, you should pick that up and make it a thing. <laughs> oh, let me write that, that down. I think you've said that before. Um, I'll check the tape. <laughs> with the Hawks, they've always had a bruising linebacking core, a good secondary, and a strong defensive front, like a strong D-line. They don't have that. In fact, they traded they have... their best freaking pass rusher to the Chiefs. They have, like, no pass rusher. And then right the now. one... Ziggy Ansah. Who's always hurt. Yeah. Um, and then I, I can't remember his name but the one guy he's suspended oh uh reed yeah jaron reed yeah the guy who tackle you know he came in he played pretty well last year four games is it just four i couldn't remember if he was one of those who was a second suspension no it's his first it's for that 2017 domestic violence thing or whatever yeah so So i do like they have him fifth on the depth chart because he's suspended. Yeah. <laughs> so Ziggy Ansah going backwards. Four sacks, 12 sacks, two sacks, 14 and a half sacks. So he's good in odd years. So he's due to have a good year. 
<laughs> is he even practicing? I don't know. Yeah. I don't even think he's healthy. Yet. I think he's hurt. Ooh, probably. <laughs> he is not. <laughs> that's, not that's not a good start. <laughs> I don't know how bad it is, but but even then, Frank, you got rid of Frank Clark and you brought in Ziggy Ansah, who can't stay healthy. But they do have a defensive tackle named Puna Ford. They do. They do have so. some good names on their defensive line. Well, of course, Barkevius yeah, Mingo is a Barkevius Cassius Puna they, Nazir, but that's Ziggy Earl. <laughs> His name is point. Earl. That's my point, though. Like, um, what about JT Tuli? Not a good defensive front. And JT oh. is spelled out J-A-Y-T-E-E. Yeah, that's nice. <laughs> Not as good as Ladasha, but... <laughs> oh. um, do you guys think that UW stud, Burke Hervin, is yeah. going to make any impact on this team? On special teams, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I don't see him getting a ton of playing time behind Wagner, KJ Wright, and yeah. maybe Shaquem Griffin could give him a hand. But uh, <laughs> isn't isn't Shaquille the one with? It's Shaquem. Shaquille is the corner. Oh, okay, that's right. My bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I I don't see him getting a ton of playing time with those three unless someone gets hurt. I do see another mention for your all-name team. Look at their Nickelback. I hate that band. <laughs> Are you on Arnold's? Yeah. Yeah, I was trying to pronounce it for the last, like, during that quiet section. I was like, so, I don't... All right. Um, Alex, are you on Arnold's? Ooh. Ugachukwa? Yep. Ah, that's... Yeah, all right. Yeah, Boom. I'll take it. Ding! Wait, no. Ding is bad in spelling bees. No sound is good. Not on late night shots, though. We'll take the thing as being good. Ding! <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, I just, I don't know if the Seahawks have enough enough talent and depth to be more than a 500 team. They also have Mike Upati, which is one of my favorite names. Yeah. But. And that right side yeah. of the O-line is not good. Justin Britt at center, DJ Fluker at right guard, Jermaine Effetti at right tackle. Um, yeah. Yep. <laughs> they were good last year after the first 16 games. Five games. <laughs> Four like, games. The right side of the line? It's just the line in general. It's the same place. Like the blind side, they got taken care of. Yeah. It's just that you got to have more than two linemen. I mean, they did. Alex is right. They did gel. Yeah, the same people. Did, as soon as they got I the basketball player out of there. <laughs> they had the, what, number one rushing offense last year? Yeah. Uh, did they end they're, up they're, with the number one rushing? I believe so. I don't know. They're, they're a run blocking team. Yeah. yeah. Pass blocking, they're not great, but yeah, so those guys will run people over, they'll do it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think one thing that's going to hurt them, um, as much as I've said that um, I don't think Doug Baldwin was as good of a receiver as everyone says he was he was always on the exact same page as russell wilson and that's huge and when that pocket breaks down he knew exactly where to go he knew, wilson knew how to find him um i think that accounted for a lot of their positive passing plays because wilson's one of the few quarterbacks where his passer rating from the pocket when you keep him in the pocket is not great 
but he makes up for it with his on the run and improvising skills. But everybody knows that, but no yeah, one can but, do it. <laughs> but so what I'm saying is without the without having a Doug Baldwin there to be where you know he's going to be when the play breaks down, who's going to step into that role or is it going to be more well, throwing more 50-50 balls and according to the Seahawks fans it's going to be uh Metcalf, but yeah. He's got to actually learn how to run routes in order well, to not, well, not in that kind of offense. Yeah, no, that's backyard football there. He's Just, a 50-50 but, guy. But Every Metcalf, route for him is run 30 yards down, turn around, come back 15 yards, poster. catch ball. Yeah, so, um, you know, if Metcalf's just running streaks and the play breaks down and he's going to be 20 yards down the field at that point, I don't know how well that's going to work out. I could see Tyler Lockett maybe stepping into that role, but oh, he's their number one right now. But oh, I mean, yeah. he's <laughs> which I, a, I worry slot about receivers someone, their number one. Yeah, I worry about someone that size being able to take the load of a number one receiver. Like, yeah, just it usually doesn't play out well because to take that kind of beating and repetitive, but it's, like targets, you need to have size. It's not the same. It's not the same for them, right? Because, as Alex said earlier, they are they're a run first team, right? So they're not going to be putting up the kind of passing numbers that the Saints do or the Browns will or anybody like that. So it's a different type of offense to have him as your number one. And they were first in rushing yards last year, and they were twenty seventh in passing yards. Yeah. It's probably going to be close to, if not the same. So. Speaking of them being a rushing team, then, who do you think is going to be their number one rusher not named Russell Wilson? Penny. Whoever's healthy. Penny. <laughs> It'll be Petty by the end of the year. Not CJ yeah. Procise? No, he probably won't even make the <laughs> roster, I don't think. I think he got hurt again. Probably. He's every other week. He's I, think, I think Penny. Yeah. From Because I like Carson when he's healthy, but that's. Yeah. I, I and say... I liked. Rashad Penny in college. I say Penny because from what I understand, he got with Marshall Falk in the offseason. Who? Not just some bum named Marshall Falk. And some he, guy that has statues erected <laughs> in multiple places of him. And he, I guess, worked with him on his off-the-field stuff, right? His diet, getting his body in shape, the whole nine yards. I think I think Penny could be poised for a good year for them. Ten yards is the first down. <laughs> Nine. <laughs> so I got some Russell Wilson questions that I want to ask. Sierra. Always the right answer. Um, Golden Tate. <laughs> so last year he had a career low in rushing attempts. Do you think he sets a new career low in rushing attempts as they look to keep him safe? Or does he go back up into like the 80s or 90s I, like he had for the rest of the season? I think that pocket collapses too much for him to not run like scramble and um you know try to pick up the one or two yards you're breaking in a lot of new receivers yeah, as they with the new lot. receivers I think he runs a bit more a lot of young guys and they other than quarterback they say the hardest position to break in as a rookie as the receiver because you gotta you gotta learn routes and terminologies and all that exactly stuff. Yeah. and so, especially like we've talked before with a shorter quarterback, that's even harder because you can't see him throwing the ball. You just see the ball come out from behind the line. Yeah. That's a good point. So then my other question with him is, it was the lowest pass attempts in five years with 430. 
you think he gets back up near 480, 500 like you've been? Or is he going to be no, in that low 400? No, JT Barrett's going to throw like at least 300 of those. I want to say yes because, spoiler alert for my record prediction, I have him at 500, which means they're going to be behind in a lot of games. So throwing. Um, if they go over 500, then you could see the same amount. The one thing I do think is that his touchdowns are going to drop a decent amount passing-wise. Um, you can usually look at a guy's career and kind of see what the average is, and they're going to keep doing that. Like if there's an outlier, they're going to drop back down. Um, with him, he set a career high in 35 passing touchdowns on the third lowest attempts of his career. So he's throwing a touchdown on like two percentage points higher than average. So if he only throws 430 times, you should only expect like 22, 25 touchdowns instead of 35. I could see that, to be honest with you. And it's not that he was would be having a bad year if he did that. It's that he would be going back to his, his norm, but, especially if you think he's going to be running the ball more. Unless Tyler Lockett has a Cole Beasley-esque <laughs> type year, as Brad has been calling for the last you know two episodes. Um, yeah, I agree. Those numbers. Those numbers. You think Tyler drop. Lockett's that good? <laughs> he can match Cole Beasley's numbers this year. But I don't. I think they're going to run the ball a lot, and that's going to reflect more in his numbers being down than I think maybe them being, I guess, bad or you, him playing bad. Do you think they run the ball the most in the NFL? No. Yes. Want to make a bet? I'll make a bet with you on that one. Running back run or... Uh, or to- combined. Designed Just runs? Combined. Combined rushes. Combined. They will lead the league in combined rushes. You're not going to... Ravens? I'm the t- Ravens t- are t- going to t- run the ball 50 times a game. I'm taking They'll the try Ravens it. on most rushes. They'll try it. They and were then around second week, last year. Seven or nine, they'll switch it up and start throwing they'll more. Trade but that- for Joe Flacco. <laughs> <laughs> This didn't work. We want him back. Let's make a six-pack bet. If it's the Ravens, I win. If it's the Seahawks, okay, you win. I'll do that. All right. And if it's, if it's else, any other team, me and Alex win. win. I see Push. no downside in that. <laughs> All right. So Landon has them eight and eight. Correct. I think I have them eight and eight as well. Brad and Alex, what do you guys have them at? Eleven and five. Ten winning, and six. Well, winning the division. And not winning, winning the, division. the division. Why not? Have some fun. We'll get to that. You're boring. We'll get to that. I mean, I guess we all <laughs> have some fun. I have the Niners with ten wins. That was my fun in this that division. Was the... That doesn't sound fun. That's for just anyone. crazy. <laughs> crazy. <laughs> Including the Niners. <laughs> all right. So I guess we'll get to that Rams team now. Uh, tied with the Saints for second most wins in Vegas at ten and a half. You look like I don't winning. think anyone's going to have any wins in Vegas until twenty twenty. That's when the Raiders move there. At least NFL wins. Eh, because the Knights and the Aces both play there. Nope. All right. Are the Aces a real team? WNBA. So no. <laughs> uh, yeah. The. St. Louis, Los Angeles Rams. I'm still always going to want to call them St. Louis. 
I still call the Chargers the San Diego Chargers. Yeah. If Cooper Cup is healthy. Mm-hmm. Because when he was healthy, they, you know, rep in Eastern Washington. But when he was healthy, that offense was really, really, really good. When he got hurt, it trended downward. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A major way. I think they said that if he would have stayed healthy, like he was on pace for being like wide receiver seven or something throughout the year, which it is crazy good. Mm-hmm. And it helps those other guys in the offense. If he's not healthy, it has been what, nine months now? Yeah. For an ACL, which is about right. So as long as he recovered right and listened to his doctor and physical therapist and all that stuff, he should be fine. Yeah, he was wax. He was the outlier. <laughs> he was the outlier to the transition. They have, but, but part of the reason why I think he was the outlier to that transition from college to the NFL, they ran the same type of offense at Eastern that they do with the Rams. If he does get hurt, though, they're easily replaceable because they have a guy named Kettner Cup on their team. So just replace a cup with a cup. <laughs> same production. Definitely. I think it works that way. I mean, he is their fourth string inside linebacker. So, <laughs> oh, okay. Maybe not. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. Kettner Cup. Interesting. K-U-P-P. Yes. Um, they also have his last name. <laughs> they also have um, Dante Whitner's son, Brandon Hitner. Nice. So I guess it's the health of this offense, right? Because you have Cup, and then you have Gurley. Is Kettner his brother? I have no idea. How how concerned are you about Todd Gurley's knee? Not. I am. Not you just paid him all that money, and now it's coming out. Oh, yeah, by the way, you have arthritis in your knee, and you're not even 30 years old. Nah. They are brothers. And you're a running back. I, I've heard, like I heard that he was really struggling with it. I mean, and then I also heard that he was back up to running full yeah. speed. He had arthritis last year, didn't he? Yeah, once. Like I don't think it was instant arthritis. It, well, I thought it's it a degenerative fl- thing. It I thought it flared up, up right? and like. Well, that's my point. He has a degenerative knee issue as a running back. Uh, running backs are only good for like four elite years, anyways, who and then they're gone. Who they just signed to a massive contract extension. Yeah, but that doesn't matter about their product. I don't think, I don't know if you've seen how much money they've been spending the last couple of years. They're trying to win now. I don't think they care about the future. But, but without Gurley being healthy, they aren't going to win anything. See, here's where I think they're still okay because they drafted Daryl Henderson, who has the two highest yards per attempt seasons. In college football. You know who else they drafted? Uh, Vitas Harinkowitz. I was going to say probably somewhere between 6 and 10 people. (laughs) But yes, I noticed that name earlier and I was going to wait for you to bring it up. Um, So Daryl Henderson went to Memphis. Yep. And he averaged like 8.2, 8.3 yards at carry last year. Yep. Insane. And if he gets plugged into this offense, say Gurley doesn't play much or isn't healthy, so they want to look for something else for a little bit, that if the receivers are healthy... Henderson should be able to tear it up if he can bring any modicum of that type of play to this offense. Also, if 
Gurley ends up not like if they don't get the production from the wide or from the running back portion, they do have a receiver named Mike Thomas. They do. So <laughs> probably not too helpful because he's what number seven. He is. I mean, he's number three on the left wide receiver. Yeah, so so that practice be a squad seven, guy. Yeah. Seven, somewhere between seven and nine. Or um, cut. <laughs> but, I mean, as far as receivers named Mike Thomas, they seem to do pretty well in the NFL. I mean, oh, sorry. He averaged 8.9 yards per carry in college. Oh, yeah. He was insane in college. Not the last two seasons. <laughs> but, I mean,. Monty Ball was also freaking outstanding in hey, college. That could have just been a lucky two seasons. 344 carries for 3,063 yards. 8.9 yards a carry. Luck. 31 touchdowns. Luck. Just a lot of big plays. Yeah. That's the guy who's hurt for uh, the Colts. Always. <laughs> Luck. <laughs> yeah, so I think if they plug in, plug in Henderson, I think they'll be okay. And they're probably not going to be the 13-3 and team they were last year, but I still see them as a double-digit win team. I I have them at 13 wins. You do? You have them tied for the best record in football. Correct. I have them at 11 wins, just edging out the Seahawks for the division. And I think that's going to come down to week 17. Seahawks are gonna throw for what would put them in position to kick a game-winning field goal and then nickel roby coleman will just lay out the receiver and no one will call it <laughs> wow and alex is crying <laughs> leaving going home i got the rams at 11 and 5 edging out the niners by a game for this division and in week 16 the niners <laughs> will be <laughs> 11 and 5 i'm not coming back next week is a mean <laughs> Nope, second division. So you got them getting a wild card spot. Yep. But they have Clay Matthews. That should make a huge difference in their defense. It does. Yeah, drop some down they... a notch. <laughs> <laughs> you remember when Clay Matthews was good? No. So. <laughs> I do not. All right, so we pretty much all have them. Well, we all have them in the playoffs, yeah. fighting have, for the division. Or I have Aqib Tlaib leading the league in chain snatches. That's good. Keeps up his streak. Zero because Crabtree's not in the NFL. <laughs> right he was almost in this division, but he wanted more money. Yeah, Is that what it was? What? The Cardinals weren't giving him enough money. What? They're like, we'll give you half a million dollars for every drop pass you had last year. He's like, I am worth more than $17 million. <laughs> 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 um yeah. For the record, like you'd have to pay me a lot of money to play for the Cardinals unless nobody else wanted me to play for them. Then you wouldn't have to pay me very much to play for the Cardinals. Oh, yeah, if they were the only team offering you a deal, they're like, we'll pay you deal. Yes. We didn't even give an amount. I know what the minimum is. I'm okay with it. I don't I'll know. Take it. I got a couple I of those. I think I'd wait for the number to come out before I say deal with the minimum. I, I got a couple of those free frosty coupons from Wendy's. Deal. <laughs> Uh, he gets hot in Arizona. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anything else on the NFC West? He doesn't get an education from University of Phoenix anymore because there's a new sponsor on the uh, <laughs> on the building, so that's out of the deal. 
So no would be the answer. Alex? Not anymore. <laughs> Landon? Nope. Funny story about a guy from Arizona that I'll tell you after. I'm, I'm from Arizona. <laughs> after we get log off here. Joseph Noteboom. All right, and I think that will do it for our NFC West episode. We have two left after this. We'll be hopping over to the AFC to finish it out. Um, if follow- you want to hear Brandon's story, sign up for Patreon. Nice. Uh, At Late Night Shots. Late Night Shots on Facebook, Twitter, <laughs> Patreon, and all the podcasting sites downloadable places you can find besides itunes which we are still working on so make sure to check us out late night shots will clap